Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email phctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Good morning, Wednesday, Wednesday. That was just a little message from Mickey. I couldn't help it. Got to have a good giggle in the morning, but he didn't giggle. Let's try, see if we can get him to giggle. There we go. Oh, we got a giggle from Mickey. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, everybody. Sad news. No cannabis kid today. I know. Hello. What's going on? But that just means more weed for us. Just kidding. We miss you. Hi, cannabis kids. Be safe on the road. He's taking his educational act on the road today, so be safe. Are we live? Can you hear us now? Um, Anyway, it is, for the best see, March 21st, 2018. I can't, every time this happens, I can't believe that we're down to, um, right, we're down to the end of the month again. It's three weeks into the month again. It's ridiculous. All right, and where is this from? This state could be the first to legalize cannabis for pets. Oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. We have so many um, patients come in the health health, uh, health center, and they say, you know, because we start talking about CBD for them, and I tell them my dog's on the CBD and some and cannabis for all his challenges, and uh, they ask if they can get their their pet pop card. <laughs> no, not yet, but maybe. I think this is a New York. Let's see what it says. New York loves animals, and so this state could be the first to legalize cannabis for pets. Oh, look at the cute little pup. Let's see here. What do we got? When you're a pet owner, you want the very best for your animal. And when your pet is sick or in pain, you want to give it the best treatment you can. Now, pet owners in New York could be on the verge of having a new green option for medicating their sick pets. If a new bill passes, this state could be the first to legalize cannabis for pets. Medical Marijuana for Pets, New York Assemblywoman Amy Pollan recently proposed a bill to state lawmakers. Her idea is to make it legal for pet owners and veterinarians to give medical marijuana to pets who are ill or suffering from severe pain. That's really, 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 really important and really awesome because, you know, back up until early 1900s, uh, we had a lot of, you know, medicine for animals uh, that the veterinarians used and um, a lot of cannabis. They used it because you can't kill anything with it. So they would use that in large doses and be able to do operations or or whatever or whatnot. 
The proposal comes in large part as a response to the ongoing opioid crisis. In particular, many places in New York have prohibited vets from prescribing certain types of painkillers for pets. Uh, as a result, pet owners are often forced to use medications that are less effective and oftentimes more expensive. We are either using other medications they may, that may not be effective and may be uh, more costly for the client, and we may have to give them higher dosage and more frequently, veterinarian Susan Walagala told new source WKBW Buffalo. Assemblywoman uh, Paulin thinks medical marijuana could be the solution. If her bill passes, vets and pet owners would be allowed to use medical marijuana to treat animals rather than relying on other types of non-opioid medications. So far, Pollen does not have a co-sponsor for the bill. Similarly, it's unclear exactly how medical marijuana would be administered to animals. We don't have a lot of information on what conditions to use it for, what dosages are effective, what dosages are safe, Wilagala said. Um, Although Pollen's bill would make New York the first state to legalize cannabis for pets, the idea isn't new. In fact, there's already anecdotal evidence that medical marijuana can be effective for animals. For example, a dog owner in Oklahoma City recently said that CBD oil helps a dog regain use of its hind legs. Beyond individual anecdotes, researchers have also begun exploring how medical marijuana could benefit animals. For example, Scientists at the UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine recently conducted a study to start learning how marijuana affects animals. In the study, researchers surveyed pet owners who have used medical marijuana to treat pets that are sick or in pain. After analyzing the results of the survey, researchers found that the pet owners report the most success when they give their animals uh, non-psychoactive CBD oil. Additionally, researchers found that CBD is most effective at treating animals with anxiety, that have anxiety, pain, or seizures. While this is certainly promising, there are also some potential dangers. The most obvious has to do with THC. Although THC is not fatal to humans, it can be very toxic to other animals. In particular, animals like cats and dogs have a harder time processing THC than humans. As a result, if a cat or dog consumes THC, it can experience intense highs for long periods of time. In some cases, uh, a dose of THC can be lethal. This is especially true for small cats or uh, dogs. Not sure about that, where that resource came from. But that was the end of that article. Well, that's interesting to end it on that. Now, I will say from personal experience, we had a dog once. Uh, sorry, Walt, well, really love you. Um, and uh, Silver Sister had made some shiny little cookies, and green. they were green. They were so green and had green medicated frosting on top. Um, and, yeah, I know. Oh. You you don't even know. Yeah, it really was like magic. Sorry, <laughs> um, right, I like my sound effects. And Cannabis Kids in here to run the boards. <laughs> so, um, poor little Walt. Now, we had these in a container, Tupperware, with the lid on, in the back of the counter. This dog got up onto the back of the counter. He could stand like at least four feet if he was tall enough. He would grab onto a counter. Or he would just, you know... Jump on top of the dining room table like a goat if you wanted to, you know, be a goat for the day. Not that funny. So he grabs the container of cookies, and I think there were probably only three in there because that's how many he ate. Well, that's we're hoping. Well, well, who knows? Anyway, he walked sideways and he peed sideways for for three days, and it was quite sad. And he never, ever, ever wanted anything to do with cannabis ever again. If we were in the room, he would leave the room. 
if uh, someone had it in an edible form and offered it to him, oh, hell no, we won't go. That poor guy, it was really sad. Now, my other dog has been on cannabis since birth, since about six weeks old. He's been nibbling on little dry parts of cannabis, and it's always been really good for him. Um, at almost one year old, he broke his hip so bad, he just broke such a big chunk off it. He doesn't kind of have that left hip anymore, just kind of floats. He's 10 and a half now, so it's built up scar tissue and things like that. Um and muscle all around it to kind of hold it in place mostly. But then last summer, he tore his ACL. Oh, yeah, right. Um, oh, that poor guy. So he had no left hip and <laughs> no right knee. So imagine trying to uh, relieve yourself for that. Not good time. But <clears throat> they put him on Tramadol. And I haven't seen him this upset in a long time. He sat on my lap and he was just basically crying. It was so awful. He could, I could feel his nausea, and he was just—he was uncomfortable with that. And he did that one night, and I decided to make him peanut butter pot treats, just in little one milligram squares. It's a one-to-one ratio of cannabis I use. I put it in butter, and then I put that in the in the um, peanut butter cookie recipe, and I got almost 200 little one milligram squares out of it. It's quite a bit, um, and it lasts for a couple months. It could last for three or four months, so I just take them out, you know, put it in the freezer and take them out and use them. So I took them off the tramadol and um, put them on that, and uh, it seemed to do a lot better for him. He's also on, um, I have a, well, right now I have a 900 milligram tincture. He gets about 15 to 20 milligrams of CBD every day. Yes, and that's fantastic, uh, and it's great for everything that the article said, anxiety, pain, inflammation. Uh, when I did go and get a, an x-ray of him right before he tore his ACL, I had an x-ray done, which was kind of interesting. Um, and they found even after, you know, 10 years of not having a hip, um, his little toes are all kind of turned out. It's real sad. Um, <clears throat> but he had so little arthritis, uh, most likely from all the, you know, cannabis and hemp that he's used his whole life because he loves to eat it raw. If I'm sitting here, I pack myself a bowl. I better pack him one. But I don't pack him one. I just give it to him. So he gets to eat it raw. He doesn't like the butter. And I don't, I think I've blown that in this, in, in this general area a couple times. I don't, I don't like to blow that in their face. But he loves the taste of it. He loves to eat it. <clears throat> when my friends have trim parties, we bring trimmings home. He loves the trimmings. He loves to eat the raw leaf. And it's just so good for you. So. Way to go, cannabis and pets. That would be really, really cool. In fact, um, geez, Arizona, <laughs> you want to make some more money in your program? <laughs> let's uh, let's get let's get a pet pop car going, and then um, you can charge them for that. So check this out. So shout out, Summit Weeds Health Center. Come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. No suite. So I just want to say suite one three, but there isn't. Come on down. We're right out front. Lots of signs that the wind hasn't blown them away. Um, <clears throat> they haven't been taken. They walk off sometimes. It's amazing. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. After almost six, six and a half years, almost seven years, signs. Nice sign. Yeah, yeah, people like those it's signs. Amazing. I'd like to walk into someone's house someday <laughs> and see uh, one of our signs in the house and be like, oh, throw my card down. Thank you. I'll take that. Just kidding. 
I don't have it. My famous one. <laughs> speaking of jobs. Oh no, speaking of Tumble Week Health Center, come on down. We're gonna do a little shout out. Um we offer a lot more than just certifications at Tumble Week Health Center. We've got so much education down there. Um we've got books and magazines and free things you can take home with you. Um, and we're getting ready to have a little um, educational talk from one of our neighbors actually down the road, the chiropractor, and she gives um, speeches on uh, fibromyalgia, how to fight depression, things like that. So we'll be having some, some classes down there. They're free classes. Come down and check it out. Uh, but if you want to get your medical marijuana card and you're in Arizona, anywhere in the state of Arizona, come down and check it out. <clears throat> Um, if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, that's anything going on with Alzheimer's, from forgetting to um, odd behavior, you know, um, things like that, or, or whatever else is going on. There's depression that happens. There's anger that happens. A lot of things happen when someone's mind starts changing on them and they're not really... Uh, they don't want it to be happening because it's Alzheimer's, you know, dementia is not such a good thing. But cannabis can help that. Uh, if you have a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. No. 
Now you can hear me? Okay. We're having serious technical difficulties. Um, okay, hold on a moment. <clears throat> I guess I'm going to have to do the show this way. Let's go back into my own show. We can hold try and find my headset now so I don't have to stand here and hold my own phone. <laughs> wow. Well, we do want to say and we do want to give a shout out to our tech guy who passed away around this time a few years back. And um, I'm just going to say that it's probably him doing this. Can you hear me now? You can, you can still hear me? Okay, this is really weird because I can't hear a thing. So I had to call back into the show, um, and I was just going to throw on a song. <laughs> but I'll read a little article uh, instead. And if, if we do come up with te- technical difficulties again, um, I will throw on a little song <laughs> so you'll know something's happening. <laughs> so check this out. Uh, this plane made from and powered by cannabis is a triumph for both hemp advocates and environmental advocates. There we go. It's a cool-looking little plane. Getting high has never been more literal. Someone just built the world's first plane made from and powered by cannabis. Not only does this totally functional plane run on 100% hemp oil, but it was made entirely from cannabis. Everything from the seats, the wings, the plane walls, and even the pillow contains hemp. That's awesome. Some details about the world's first uh, weed plane. The world's first plane made from and powered by cannabis can hold one pilot and four very lucky passengers. (laughs) Yeah, the plane's wingspan is 36 feet. Check out the CEO of the company that that invented the plane uh, flying it in this video. Um, Cannabis, in addition to being one of the world's healthiest and most uh, enjoyable herbs, is also an incredibly versatile Material. Hemp is 10 times stronger than steel. This means that it can withstand a lot more weight before uh, and breaks, and it can bend way further than metal. Very interesting. Additionally, traditional aerospace materials are heavier than hemp. Most manufacturers use aluminum to build planes. Hemp is significantly lighter and therefore requires a lot less fuel to get up in the sky. Although I wonder about it being so light if a big wind gust came. <laughs> there goes your plane. Additionally, traditional aerospace materials, um, uh, most importantly, hemp is an environmentally friendly material. Hemp requires way less water and land to grow than cotton and even puts nutrients back in the soil. That's a very good thing. Compared to steel, which requires uh, mining or carbon fiber produced from uh, plastic, hemp has almost no environmental impact. Before government started restricting hemp production, it was one of the most widely used crops. Canadian cannabis company Hemp Earth designed the world's first plane made from and powered by cannabis. Founded in 2012, Hemp Earth also sells cannabis oils and a variety of weed-derived products. Uh, Florida company Velocity Inc. manufactured the plane. Hemp Earth CEO Derek Kessick is interested in hemp as a sustainable material. This is the kind of future we all want here on Earth, Keswick says about his plane, hinting at hemp's potential as a building material. Keswick and Hemp Earth are perfectly poised for more cannabis innovation with Canada's upcoming legalization of recreational marijuana. Medically or otherwise, cannabis uses are endless, which uh, uh, with increased 
pollution from everything from mining to plastic to jet fuel, cannabis offers an environmentally friendly and more efficient way to travel. Plus, nothing looks better uh, stoned than an aerial view. So there you go. Um, that's pretty awesome. And it's probably a lot less, you know, expensive to make too. I don't know. Uh, but just the impact it has environmentally is a good thing alone. But I do wonder about its lightness, if it's even lighter than aluminum up there. I wonder how they keep it from, you know, just poofing off. Yeah, they're going to make giant jets out of this stuff. That's really great, actually. Um, you know, we do want to also um, give another shout-out to Harvest Dispensary. Thank you so much for having us at your grand opening event. Um, if you weren't down there, there were just tens and tens and tens of tons of people offering great um, product advice. They had, if you went into the dispensary and bought something from one of the vendors that happened to be outside, you went out and got a free gift from uh, one of the vendors. Yeah, it was quite fun. Um, and uh, we were there giving out pens and coupons for 10 bucks off your next certification. So if you were one of those lucky recipients, come back. And now we have even more fun new pens. <laughs> Very excited about our new stylus pens because somehow our big crayon and number two pencil stylus uh, seem to walk off. <laughs> but now we have so many styluses. Is that how you say that? Is it styli? We have, we have styli. <laughs> Tumbleweeds, so come on down and check it out. Also, check out tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and go to the events section. We're going to do that right now. It's kind of like romper room. Oh, maybe you guys, yeah, that might be a little old for you guys. Uh, Captain Kangaroo. So we will be, <clears throat> and I kind of had a hard time pulling this up or, or transferring the image onto our page, but we're going to be at Earth Healing uh, 420 event. We're hoping to have one of our awesome doctors out there um, waiting to hear back from him. That would be exciting. Um, otherwise, we're, we're going to have coupons and giveaways and fun things, but so is Earth Healing, actually. We should have them on uh, pretty soon. I can't believe we're less than a month away from 420. Gosh, time flies. So on 420 at Earth Healing, they're going to have $9 grams on all flowers, $5 prepack grams for, for Pineapple Express. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, buy one, get one on regular Earth Vapes and 20% off premium Earth Vapes. Pre-rolls, four for $20. There is a, um, if you purchase $100 or more in product, you get a 420 swag bag, which is worth $35. Um, and then, oh, there's also, yeah, on-site certifications. And if you get an on-site certification, you also get a 420 swag bag right there in the moment worth $25. We've got that. Oh, and most importantly, snoring hot dogs. Get off clap for that. Yes, golf clap for the snoring hot dogs. Um, and there's also a, if you go check out Tumbleweeds or the Ear Ceiling page as well, there is, there's a golf tournament. If you would like to come out, and that's right, another golf club, please. If you'd like to come out and play some golf for a good cause uh, with, with Tumbleweeds, we're going to be out there. We've got a team going out to golf. <laughs> uh, Bell Star will actually be driving the golf cart around having a good time. So <laughs> if you want to come say hi, meet Bell Star and the Cannabis Kid, come play golf. Uh, it's for a good cause. This is if you would like to take part in our Go for the Green Golf Tournament. There's, an, uh, there's a form you can fill out, and uh, you click the picture. We'll take you to the link, and you'll be registered 
uh, pending your receipt of payment. It's Saturday, April 28th. Uh, morning check-in is at 7 a.m. and play starts at 8 a.m. It's at Casino del Sol uh, at the uh, Sualio Golf Club on Valencia, 5655 West Valencia Road. So check that out. For more information, download the brochure and the mailing form, and that's all on our site. You can click that there. We're going to have some really cool tumbleweed golf visors out there that we'll be giving away to some lucky recipients. <laughs> check us out in our funny little marijuana golf outfits. And don't forget, we'll be working. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. All right. <clears throat> so can you hear us now still? Are we still on air? We're still doing good? Everyone's out there. Are there any bloggers out there? We're so sorry for, um, you know, all this kind of junk going on out there. But it's so weird. I can never fully tell uh, who's out there listening at any given time. And then all of a sudden people come into the center and they're like, yeah, we heard you. And it's like, oh, what? Oh, my gosh. So we'd like to thank a couple different uh, sponsors that we have. Um, we are sponsored by Growers House and Canna Health, amongst many others. If you click on uh, go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, go to the radio link, Scroll on down there. There are two pictures of our sponsors, two little logos. Click on either one. Uh, Canna Health is an online magazine. It's cannahealthmagazine.com. It's a digital magazine with a monthly subscription readership that empowers healthcare providers and caregivers through knowledge, supplies resources for safe access, and opportunity for advocacy of medicinal marijuana. And here we go. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. Yeah, I can't. No. Excellent. Get online there. Go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com or go to cannahealthmagazine.com and you can read some really cool, great um, articles there. I think this is their um, third or fourth article or magazine out now. Um, it's it's really awesome. So check it out. There's all sorts of stories from uh, how cannabis laws protect kids to um, the opioid epidemics. I hate saying that word, opioid, opioid. Um, so we are going to do this. We're going to play a song and try and get back on track with our sound. So BRB.
But shit, it was 99 cents. I'll be blazing and smoking it. About to go and get some munchies. Next, passing up on those cracker jacks. Reese's pizzas are where it's at. Gotta get me some soda pop. Cotton mouth has been creeping up. I can't remember where I put my keys. Yeah, that's what's up. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. I'ma take your grandpa's ride. No, for real. Ask your grandpa. Can I take a 65? Seville cruising to my local Publix. Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks. They have frozen burritos. I bought frozen burritos. I bought some Ben and Jerry's. And then I bought some Cheetos. Hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop. This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plants illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old so it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, I'm gonna smoke some concoction from Starbucks and find a cool article on the ABC of CBD. So I think we did good in three and a half minutes. What do you guys think? Not so bad. Golf clap. Golf clap. Thank you. Okay. We also have an article about the UK allowing, um, why does this do this? I wish I had a touch screen on this Mac thing here because these Ads drop down. I'm trying to read stuff, and it won't let me. The U.K. government grants six-year-old permission to use medical marijuana after months of media pressure. Amen. After an appeal from the parents of a sick boy, the U.K. government grants six-year-old permission to use medical marijuana. Hannah Deacon, the mother of Alfie Dingley, told the British press 
about the decision on Tuesday, Deacon said that the government will grant them a special license to use cannabis oil. Cannabis oil with THC is illegal in the UK, although it can be easily obtained elsewhere in Europe. Alfie has a rare form of epilepsy known as PCDH19. Researchers believe that he and only four other boys in the world have the condition. The disease can cause up to hundreds of seizures a day. Alfie of Kenilworth, England, and his family had moved to the Netherlands in 2017 in order to legally procure cannabis oil for him. While there, the cannabis oil succeeded in lessening Alfie's symptoms. But when funds ran out four weeks ago, the family was forced to return to the UK. Since then, Alfie has been hospitalized three times. Drew Dingley, Alfie's father, said that the family is very concerned with the downturn in his health. Alfie's condition is worsening, which is obviously a worry. Um, Dingley also noted that the traditional therapies now being used are much harsher on the boys than cannabis. The steroids have side effects, they make people more aggressive, and we've seen a change in his behavior. We just want our little boy back, our happy little six-year-old playing with his sister. The government's decision came after Alfie's parents met with Prime Minister Theresa May on Tuesday. During the meeting, Alfie's parents delivered a petition signed by 380,000 people supporting Alfie's access to medical marijuana. 380,000 people signed that petition. I'm going to cry. That is, uh, that's, that's amazing. Deacon said that the <clears throat> government officials had approved in principle the boys' use of cannabis oil. We had a positive meeting. They accept the compassionate issuing of a license for Alfie, Hannah said. Now we need our medical professionals to write the prescription, and they will expedite the license for him. Popular British celebrities have also publicly acclaimed, uh, proclaimed their support for Alfie. Sir Richard Branson, Joanna Lumley, and Sir Patrick Stewart have all called on the government to help Alfie. Stewart uses medical uh, cannabis for arthritis while he is working in California. He has also called for research in the UK to study the effects of medical marijuana. He believes helping Alfie is the right thing to do and hopes the boy's experience will also help other patients. How could one not support Alfie? Hearing what his life has been and the benefits given to him by being able to use medical marijuana, Stewart asked, there have never been a stronger case for legalization of medical marijuana, he proclaimed. A spokesperson made it clear that the action, is support, uh, the action in support of Alfie did not signal a move toward decriminalization by the, by the May government. We have said <clears throat> when we've looked at this in the past that we are looking at specific solutions in relation to Alfie and what can be done to help him, he said. Hmm. Very interesting. Well, there's the start. And how do you say no to 380,000 signatures? And I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the mom, if she just didn't bring Alfie in, probably brought video and, you know, evidence and support of, you know, I can't, you know, my dog. And I, and I only say may because I don't even want to admit that it may have been a seizure, but my dog had a, what the vet said was a very mild, very mild seizure. And I couldn't imagine anything I loved having any sort of seizure, let alone hundreds of seizures every day. I cannot imagine. I mean, that would be around the clock, 24-hour 
somebody is awake caring for this baby that's having seizures all day long. That's not like, you know, when we're when we go to bed, everything stops, everything's good, it's all cool, right on. No, the seizures don't know that it's nighttime or daytime. They happen 24 hours a day, um, and it's a huge reason why people everywhere are using CBD, which is why we've got this little article for you. It's called the ABCs of CBD. A lot of people ask, you know, what what the difference is. A lot of people are talking about. Um, full plant extracts, and all sorts of different terms now. So here's a, an article from um, our complete guide to medical marijuana that we introduced last week by the Sentinel Spotlight. Interesting. So how cannabis does what it does to the body. To understand how and why medical marijuana does what it does to you when you ingest it, you have to first imagine your body as sort of a walking cell phone network. I'm sure, that's not a hard thing to do. The human body is filled with millions of receptors, and for you to feel anything, pain or pleasure or something in between, those neurotransmitters need to talk to each other constantly. They have to tell each other what's going on and then allow it to happen, says Emma Chasen, Director of Education for the Sativa Science Club, a website designed to monitor the cannabis industry by providing instruction and networking opportunities. Picture it as if one of your cells was calling the next one over, saying you need to make this or that change. Now, somewhere within all these chatty cells is what scientists have identified as the endocannabinoid system, ECS. Named after cannabis sativa, the breed of the plant that produces marijuana's mental and physical sensations, it has receptors that affect everything we think, feel, and do, which brings us to CBD, cannabidiol and THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, the two most prominent chemicals uh, found in cannabis. When eaten, smoked, baked, or rubbed on your aching knee, those chemicals uh, trapace through your bloodstream into your brain. THC, which is the most common cannabinoid in the marijuana plant, provides marijuana psychoactive effects because it specifically stimulates the aforementioned receptors that exist in your brain's pleasure center. In turn, that releases a larger-than-normal level of the chemical dopamine, hence your high. Uh, then there's CBD, which is the second most prominent cannabis compound and is considered a non-intoxicant. So when you consume high CBD products like oils or edibles, it connects with a variety of brain receptors and offers something perhaps a bit more soothing than THC. Explains Chasen as a variety of medicinal properties, it is anti-inflammatory, anti-anxiety, anti-spasmodic. It's really helpful with neuropathy because it can uh, because it can connect with opioid receptors in the body and allow them to, in a sense, widen. Uh, it makes the body feel more of the effects from the opioids when uh, we make with our physiology. Interesting. CBD is the true MVP. <laughs> Um, that's why, as medical marijuana increases in popularity, CBD is starting to seem like the plant's MVP. Thanks to more research and lots of Grateful Dead concerts, THC has always gotten more of the attention, and to be fair, adds Jason, it does have some medicinal value. With the right dosage, it can be powerful in fighting cancer and as an anti-anxiety agent. Uh, meanwhile, CBD can promote some psychoactive reactions, but even that is more comforting than intoxicating for medical marijuana patients. 
Um, it can give you a body high, like when you sit in a hot tub and come out with your muscles super relaxed, but you're not high, she explained. There's a change in your physiology, but you can still drive and work and engage. And that's true. A lot of people... Um, a lot of people ask, it's interesting, it seems to end there. Um, a lot of people ask, well, will I get high from this? And I say, well, not necessarily, but what will happen is your body is going to feel, it's going to relax, the inflammation's going to go away, the pain's going to go away, and naturally you're going to feel better. You're going to feel happier, you might get excited, you know, you might consider that even kind of a high feeling, but what it is, is your body out of pain. Right? I mean, a lot of people walk around this earth with so much pain, they don't know what it's like not to be in the pain. They don't know what it's like to be in a non-pain state and be happy like that. Every once in a while, someone comes into the health center and we're like, oh, are you going to get your card today? And they walk in with someone else. And they're like, nope, nothing wrong with me. And we're like, there's one. <laughs> because most everybody that comes in, they look at the, the list of what CBD can help and it's everything um, inflammation, pain, anxiety, depression, sleep, uh, seizures, Parkinson's, and they read the list and they go, yep, 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 I got, yep, migraines, yep, I got that, I got that, I got that, and they just go on down, and before you know it, they're walking out with some CBD products, which are extremely helpful. So, there you have it. There's a little tidbit of, uh, of CBD. It's just one of the uh, many cannabinoids. There's CBD, CBG, CBN. There's all sorts of them. And we do have um, an endocannabinoid system, which is why we say that when you ingest hemp or cannabis, your body just feels better naturally because it's hooking up with the system it already has. So this is a nice little state-by-state uh, -state guide, what's going on in um, in all the states of our lovely country. Uh, this is the state of medical marijuana, the latest state-by-state -state guide to medical, America's medical marijuana laws, uh, compiled by the Greenlight Law Group, Portland, Oregon. And this is uh, 2018. Let's just clap for that <laughs> because it's hard to find information that's recent. So let's just, you know, cannabis kids in here. We'll do some reading. Do we have any bloggers out there that are wanting to share any info today? Nope, because... They probably can't get on the blog because of the technical difficulties, but that's okay. We're going to read about Alabama. I feel like I need a banjo. The banjo. No medical marijuana program. Uh, other legislation includes uh, SB 174, Carly's Law, 14-277, allows University of Alabama at Birmingham to conduct effectiveness research using low-THC products for treating seizures, uh, seizure disorders for up to five years. So that someone can use it for five years or up to five years of age for treating someone? Okay. HB 61, Lenny's Law, allows more physicians to refer patients to use CBD for more conditions. That's Excellent. They can't even refer it. That's not good. Provides legal defense for possession and or use of CBD oil. Does not create an in-state production method. Um, it would cover the conditions of uh, debilitating epileptic conditions, life-threatening seizures, wasting syndrome, chronic pain, nausea, muscle spasms, any other severe condition resistant to conventional medicine. I like that. Any other condition resistant to conventional medicine. That's fantastic. 
Uh, the products allowed would be extracts that are low THC, below 3%. So there you have it. All right, Alaska, medical use permitted, patient registry or ID required. That's how California, well, it used to be. You could go to a dispensary just using your California license alone if you'd been there before and registered. It was very nice. There was a really good one into that. Uh, patient registry, ID required, allows dispensaries, specific, uh, specifies conditions, recognizes patients from other states for approved conditions but not for dispensary purposes, which is what we do here as well. Uh, our reciprocity allows you to smoke it and poke it and have it, share it, but first someone has to share it with you so that you can actually have it. So that's how that goes. You can't go to the dispensaries and buy it, but you can go with your friends. When they come out, they can give it to you. Um, allows uh, recreational sales, adult use per ballot, measure two, but not yet fully operational, regulated production or sales. Uh, statutory authority, measure eight, SB 94, statute title 17, chapter 37. There you have it. Arizona. Oh, so they've got the. I wish I could take a picture and throw it on the blog right now because they've got all the states listed. Okay, it took me a second. I should have caught this first because it's color coded. Okay, come on, guys. Color coding is a good thing. So, of course, all the good states are in green. Alabama was in black. And 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 that would that would be. Yeah. Anyway, Arizona patient registry or ID required. Law allows uh, dispensaries, specifies conditions out-of-state medical patients can possess and use but aren't allowed to purchase. In 2010, Arizona voters passed Prop 203, legalizing medical use of marijuana under the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act. Qualifying patients must register with the Arizona Department of Health Services and have received a medical marijuana card. Arkansas, medical use permitted. As of May 2017, patients with a doctor-approved medical card can purchase marijuana from authorized dispensaries to treat state-approved conditions. More information is available at mmc.arkansas.gov. California, medical use permitted. Patient registry or ID required. Law allows dispensaries, cooperatives, and collectives. Although existing non-licensed medical marijuana collectives currently operating via SB 420, will cease to be lawful in 2019. Law does not specify conditions. State does not recognize patients from other states. State further allows retail sales adult use under Proposition 64. Uh, Proposition 215, as well as the medical, uh, Medicinal and Adult Use Cannabis Regulation and Safety Act of 2017. There you have it, folks. Colorado, medical use permitted. Patient registry or ID required. Law allows dispensaries specifies conditions. State does not recognize patients from other states. State further allows retail sales adult use under Amendment 64. Uh, task Force Inflammation Recommendation Analysis of CO Amendment 64, Colorado Marijuana and Tax Reports, uh, 2014 Edibles Regulation Measure, and Amendment 20. Whatever all that meant. I don't know. Okay, connect, connect ticket. Is that how they really say it out there? Do they say connect ticket? No, just me, connect ticket. Oh, pallets. <sighs> Patient registry or ID required, medical use permitted. Law allows dispensaries. Law specifies conditions. HB 5389. I like how simple that was. That was it. Come, smoke, 
HB. There you go. Delaware, medical use permitted. Patient registry or ID required. Law allows dispensary specifies conditions. State recognizes patients from other states for um, approved conditions. SB 17. Okay, so there's there's a clause in there. Their conditions probably have to match yours. And that's the whole reason that um, when patients come to our state, they can't just go into a dispensary and shop because we don't know that you have the same ailment list because, like, California doesn't specify what ailment you have to have. So you literally can go in with a broken toe and be like, oh, dude, my toe hurts bad. <laughs> and they'll be like, hey, man, you need a pound of weed <laughs> a week. Doctor's order. Uh-oh, Georgia. I know. Couldn't handle it. No medical marijuana program. Other legislation includes HB1, known as Haley's Hope Act, allows University System of Georgia to develop a THC oil clinical research program that meets FDA trial compliance. Wait a minute. Is there an FDA trial compliance going on? Exactly. Um, Conditions covered, end-stage cancer, ALS, MS, seizure disorders, Crohn's, mitochondrial disease. What's that? Parkinson's, um, sickle cell disease. Okay. And products allowed are cannabis oils with THC below 5%. Law requires products have at least a one-to-one ratio of CBD to THC. Why five percent? I mean, who would? Because <laughs> that's okay. Okay, it's a start. Hawaii medical use permitted. Patient registry or ID required. Law allows dispensaries. Specifies conditions. Does not does not recognize patients from other states. SB eight sixty two. There you have it. Hawaii. Aloha. Ooh, I always see the little hula girls going do 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 or. The episode of the Brady Bunch when um, Greg's surfing and he's wearing his little tiki necklace and then he gets the tarantula on him and he gets stuck in the cave. and the, Oh, come on. You forget it. Idaho. Uh-oh. No medical marijuana program. Other legislation includes SF2360 Medical Cannabidiol Act of 2014 does not define or provide in-state methods of access on production. Uh, conditions covered, intractable, intractable epilepsy. Uh, and the products allowed are cannabidiol, a non-psychoactive cannabinoid that contains less than 3% THC and no more than 32 ounces and is essentially free of plant material. <laughs> exactly. I, yeah, that's kind of, um, I, I don't even think, there's there's nothing on my uh, how about that? Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, I don't get it. All right. Well, um, so basically you get an empty bottle. <laughs> you can hope that there's something in there. All right. We'll, we'll go on to Illinois. Medical use permitted. Patient registry or ID required. Law allows dispensaries. Specifies conditions. State does not recognize patients from other states. Uh Statutory authority, HB1 from 2013. I mean, they don't recognize. Now, that's, that's, that's harsh. 
That's kind of wrong. That's like saying you can't bring your Tylenol from one state to the next. Oh, that was funny, you guys. Wake up over there. Because really, come on. All right. Indiana. No medical marijuana program. Other legislation includes HB 1148, requires State Department of Health maintain a patient registry, provides that the offensive possession of paraphernalia applies to the possession of certain items used in connection with lawfully possessed, possessed cannabidiol, establishes defense to, one, possession of marijuana, and two, an allegation that a person has violated condition of supervised release. Charge of violation is based on the use of, sub, of a substance containing cannabidiol. <clears throat> um, it can be used for treatment-resistant epilepsy. And at least 5% CBD by weight is allowed, no more than 0.3% THC by weight. Interesting. Little Indiana. Iowa. No medical marijuana program in Iowa. Uh, other legislation includes House File 524, which, as of May 2017, expanded access to cannabis oil beyond those suffering from certain forms of epilepsy. Patients can obtain medical cards from neighboring states with similar programs. Parkinson's disease, cancer, multiple sclerosis, seizures, HIV, uh, AIDS, HIV, Crohn's, um, ALS, and most terminal illnesses involving life expectancy of less than one year and untreatable pain. Hmm. Untreatable pain. Okay. Products allowed. Um, limited amount of cannabidiol oil below 3% THC. And I'm starting to laugh not because of anything except for the big red button that comes for um, Kansas and it says medical use not permitted. No. We just want to keep playing that one because it just it's a big red square and that's it. There's nothing. You don't get no legislation. You get nothing. There's no explanations. There's just no. It's just no. It's just no. <laughs> I know. Oh, that was... <laughs> no. For Kentucky. No medical marijuana program in Kentucky either. But they do have legislation. SB 124 from 2014. The Clara Madeline Gilliam Act. <laughs> well... Sorry, no, that's not nice. Exempts cannabidiol from the definition of marijuana and allows it to be administered by a public university or school of medicine in Kentucky for clinical trial or expanded access program approved by the FDA. There's that FDA thing going on again. I have a friend that works for the FDA. I'm going to have to call this person. The law does not create a production or distribution model within Kentucky, so patients with a qualifying Kentucky physician's recommendation can obtain their medicine only by traveling to a, a medical cannabis state that both has production of CBD medicines and would re and would recognize a Kentucky physician's order as valid. Yeah, that's an interesting. So, uh, probably Colorado because they're producing a lot of CBD stuff up there. Well, okay, I think we're going to stop there. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to Louisiana next week. 
Um, and sad to say, Cannabis Kid will not be with us for three more weeks now. I know. He just gets this. Yeah. <laughs> he gets for that. Help me remember we're in Louisiana. I'll remember. It's my heritage. It's where I'm from. Oh, kind of like this. That's right. All right. Thanks, folks, for tuning in to Weed Say Wednesday. That's what it is, right? It can always be kind of wacky. Um, when Cannabis Kid isn't around and kind of left to my own devices. But we always appreciate you tuning in. Let's get over here to our little jingle here and see if that works at least. Is it working? Wow, that's kind of loud. Let's see if we can turn this thing down a little bit. There we go. Thank you for tuning in to Weed Say Wednesday, everybody. We will be back next week with more, with a continuation of uh, the states that we're going to finish off reading what state does what. Wow, we've got another giant red spot. I'm, I won't give it away. I won't. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Thank you to our sponsors, Growers House and Canna Health Online Magazine, and everybody out there. We love you all, our, our listeners across all of the world. Um, thank you, Tumbleweeds Health Center. Check out tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. Come get certified. Uh, super simple process. All the information is online, all the prices, all the explanations, all right there. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. And if you do have, what is this, um, MG Magazine, the Cannabis Professionals, they have an actual scratch and sniff in there. Oh, my gosh. Check it out for yourself. Um, It's from a Humboldt product, of course. So, anyway, be smart, be safe, and educate.